You're listening to the Up North Qcast. Ooh, I smell barbecue. If it's about barbecue in the Upper Midwest, we're talking about it. Welcome to the Up North Qcast. This is Matt V and Tori sitting next to me. Happy New Year, Tori. Happy New Year to you too, man. It's yeah. going to be a good year, man. Oh, what a great year we had last year. 2021 was was our first year. You know, we started in September. Yeah, yeah, the, the whole podcast thing, man. It's been been an interesting journey, that's for sure. Who had the idea for this anyway? You. I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's been fun. It's it's been a, a interesting journey. It's it's different for sure. It's not something we're both used to doing. We've gotten better though. We've we've gotten a lot better. Oh, I I I think we have. So I think that you know. As we keep going, it's just going to get better. Absolutely. Let's talk about some of the episodes that we did. I know the first one was just myself. I did not have a co-host yet. Yeah. Uh, so I just talked about you know episode zero or one, or talked about you know what the podcast is going to be about. And mm-hmm. when I finished that up, I had an idea. I thought I need someone to do this with me. You're a co-pilot, right? So so yeah, co-pilot. And guess who's here? Yeah, 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 and, I, and you know what? Thanks for uh, uh, you know uh, having me join the team, man. It's been it's been just a, like I said, an interesting journey, you know. And from that, we went actually the second episode was about myself and and uh, your cousin's barbecue, you know, which was I was nervous, you know. I don't we know both were that. nervous on that yeah, one. Yeah, so we've gotten got a lot better with that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about your business and how you're you were growing your catering and. And doing some pop-ups and stuff. And uh, what do you think about this this coming year with that, Tori? It should be pretty good. I've got a few folks that have reached out to me that uh, want to do some kind of uh, uh, some uh, graduation parties and things like that. So I think it's going to be a little bit better this year. So are you going to do some breweries too? Oh yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I, I know you did some with Surly. Yeah, no, not Surly. Not Surly. Um, Summit. Summit Brewery. Yes. So I'll be doing some of that as well. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so you know, hopefully the the podcast can help drive some sales for you and you know build your business. Absolutely. That's that's why we're doing this. Mm-hmm. Yep, awesome. You know, one uh, the other one was uh, what did we go to next? Was it Anderson Barbecue Supply? It was. It was Robert Anderson and oh, his that, family. He's a great dude, right? He <laughs> he's every everyone we talk to knows him. Isn't that isn't that funny? <laughs> yeah, and and you know he's he's not it's not a huge shop, but it's a busy busy mm-hmm. store. Um, you know, he's ex-law enforcement. He's a, he's a good person. Um, he, he did an SEA competition that we were at and, and recorded a podcast from. That was a lot of fun. Yes. Mm-hmm. How about some of those? <laughs> what episode was that? I'm, I'm trying to look, look forward here. I think it was episode eight. Oh, for the SEA competition? Yeah. Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, um, just a lot of characters there. Oh, we had, we met a lot of good people. I'll tell you. And friend, friends on social media now, you know, so we follow each other. Oh, for sure. For sure. And we'll, I'm sure we'll see most of these folks, uh, you know, at, at future competitions as well, mm-hmm. for sure. And, and speaking of competitions, you know, our, our next one we did was uh, up in, uh, I think it was Elk River, you know. Uh, the Living Festival? Yeah, I met some interesting guys there. In fact, one of the guys one of the guys we met that we're going to be interviewing later on today. Yeah, the Furlongs uh, Smoke and Seafood, yeah. Yeah, those guys, uh, they did very well that day too, didn't they? They, they, did. they did. I think they took, um, was it? I think it was second in ribs. Second like in, that. yeah. So they they had a they had a great day and they had a great year. So um, you have to listen listen later. We'll yeah. talk more about them. And that one was for a good cause, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, for suicide prevention. And you know, we had a lot of great teams there. Chris Gardner was was wonderful. Mm-hmm. You know, we had uh, 
you know, Nathan Quigley and, and Kim with Smokey GQ, you know, Furlong smoking seafood. Alan and the gang. Alan and the game, Sovereign Smoke. We had there were a lot of good people we talked to. Mm-hmm. So we want to thank all of them as well for for what a fun day that was. Episode five, you know, with uh, Mr. Chef Neil Meyer. Oh yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I I haven't had the food yet. I've been making my telling myself I'm going to get out there and, and give his food a try because he has an interesting concept. I mean, we, we talked about this before uh, with the healthy meals and barbecue. I I I've got to try. It. I, I haven't made, got out there yet, but I have to try. It. Have you been there yet? I have not. Um, he's in Lakeville. Um, let's let me take a look here. He he works out of. Sp- Spiro Senior Dining Facility in Lakeville. Uh, it's near the Lakeville Middle School. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he puts a great twist on things. That, that it's more healthy. I know we talked about Tori and I. We're not. <laughs> we don't mind putting salt and stuff on our <laughs> on our barbecue. Um, oh, he yeah. does. He does things like gluten free. He does. You know, a lot of different. You know, that's trending now these mm-hmm. days. Is is more more healthy foods. Um, I'd, I want to try his food and see exactly what it tastes like because we, we got to get out there. There's a lot. Of, he has a lot of followers, and I hear it's just awesome. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah. In episode six, Shane Kirshner, Ohio to Minnesota. This was an interesting one for me because, you know, I told you, Tori, that we want to get just the ordinary folks on that do barbecue, mm-hmm. and you know, we talked about how he has a little barbecue anxiety. Um, it's just, it was a fun talk. Because he's from Ohio and they have different barbecue there. Then he moved to Minnesota, and we just we heard his story. Mm-hmm. So that was a fun one too. Sure. And you know we hope to continue to, to spotlight just local pitmasters. Absolutely. Then we got what to uh, the holiday edition. We had a kind of a bonus round round table deal with uh, Curtis Rogers and. Um, Chef Neil Meyer again. Yes, yeah. Chef Neil Meyer again. Yeah, Curtis, um, actually, his podcast came out after um, we, we released it after this. Mm-hmm. Um, so our listeners got to hear him about him and hear his story a little bit before his actual episode came out. Mm-hmm. But it was kind of fun to talk about Prime Rib and, you know, how, how folks do different things on the smoker for the holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I know it's not easy to sometimes do holiday meals on the smoker. I know traditionally I... I'm used to just doing it in the oven, mm-hmm. you know, with turkey and stuff. But it was a, it was kind of a cool twist to hear what what they do. And you know, I think we should do more of those uh, uh, round tables and get get just kind of get more people's uh, input on what they're doing. So that that was an interesting one. Yeah, charcuterie boards is what they call them. Yeah, <laughs> it's not my thing, but I'm, <laughs> you know, uh, it's something new, and I'm gonna have to try it. So yeah, it was it was a fun episode as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, episode eight again was uh, with Anderson Barbecue Supply. You know, we had some great teams like, um, you know, we had uh, Code Three, Code Three. You uh, know, Brian Horseman with Mad Horse Barbecue, the Tanker Bell Steak Team. Remember the what was the mafia? The, the Cheese Curd Cartel. <laughs> Those guys are hilarious, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy Ray's Barbecue Sauces. I mean, you know, we had a KCBS Master Judge as well. I mean, it was it was a great time. And and a lot we, of travelers, a lot of them. Some of them wasn't from around here. They 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 traveled quite a bit, quite a ways. They did, they did, and it was kind of our first time that we really went out and and interviewed folks at a competition. So, mm-hmm. so for me, it was kind of bittersweet. Sure, it was sure. a lot of fun. We should do more of that too coming up. We will. That's we're planning on it, and we're hoping to maybe add a video component down the road too. Sure. So, mm-hmm. so you can see our ugly mugs and see <laughs> <laughs> and see what we do with but, it. 
put a put a face with the name, right? Exactly. Okay, and and episode nine was uh, with Tim Parlin. Uh, he has a barbecue food food cart out of uh, St. Paul. Uh, interesting one because he and I met, uh, you know, just out and about. I, I ran across his cart and we talked for a little bit and kind of came became uh, you know just kind of friends over over food and stuff like that. So he joined us and uh, he's he's growing his business. No, Tim. Tim seems like a great guy, and and he has such a small footprint. For mm-hmm. me, that was kind of what I wanted to learn about. Was how do you do barbecue out of such of a small little trailer or cart? And he does it. He's making it work, and he's he, he's busy all the time. So, in, in fact, uh, there was a couple times that uh, he he um, reached out to me because he couldn't. Uh, uh, he was, fulfill, fulfill he was busy, commi- right? Commitment. So, yeah. yeah. So he's he's doing good things, man, and uh, looking. Looking forward to seeing more out of him this year. So, um, yeah. Well, I'd love to have him on again. See how he's doing next year. Yep. Or actually, I keep saying next year, but it's this it's, year. It's the, yeah, it is. It is the first of the year now. Today is January first. It is, and it's cold. <laughs> it's twelve below. So I'm sure Tim's not out there today, is he? <laughs> no, <laughs> I know I wouldn't be. He's not happy if he is. All right, and and uh, episode ten was the backyard galley kitchen with Curtis Rogers. Curtis, um, I got a message from him on on Instagram, and mm-hmm. he has his own uh, backyard galley kitchen in his backyard. And I, I read about him, and I was I was like, here's another you know local pitmaster mm-hmm. backyard guy that I was interested in what he does, and it was fun to talk to him because he travels around and goes to barbecue joints. Mm-hmm. So it's a fun listen. It really is. What did you think, Tori? And, and you know what's interesting to me is he's not even a business; he just does it for the fun. You know, he has his own uh, uh, little kitchen and everything, at, well, backyard kitchen and everything at home, so it's not even really a, a, a restaurant. He, no, he, he doesn't, he does, um, he has, uh, what you, he's an ambassador for, for multiple products, so, you know, we ask you to listen to the podcast, and he'll tell you about some of those those products that he, he's an ambassador for, and, you know, where he has actually gone um, and, and tried the restaurants in Wisconsin, mm-hmm. so it was very interesting for me. Yeah, if you ever need any uh, uh, places to be recommended, just give give old Curtis a call. He, he can tell you where to go. <laughs> Send him a message on on Instagram. I think that's kind of where he mostly is, isn't he? Yep. He's got yep. a lot of followers there, so keep going, Curtis. And the Wrecking Crew, Mr. Allen. <laughs> Episode 11 with uh, Allen with Wrecking Crew Barbecue. Mm-hmm. Allen was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. Allen liked to give me a hard time, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> and that's good because we we enjoy a little banter when it comes to the podcast. Alan, what a great year he had last year. He had some boy, he he had he had a great year for his first year. Mm-hmm. Barbecue boot camp and all that good stuff, man. He's got some good things going on, you know. Um uh so I like I like what he's about, you know. Um um there, you know, just uh like I said, he's a state director for the home team heroes. Yeah, you're a veteran. Oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. you can appreciate, you know, him him doing stuff for the veterans. Absolutely. And, you know, getting them out there and, you know, teaching them how to do barbecue. And he, he what he does, he pairs up, you know, pro teams mm-hmm. with folks like you and me that want to learn how to do barbecue. Sure. That's that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And, and we can always all learn, right? Mm-hmm. And and now me and him, uh, well, he has he had the outlaw smoker and now I have one. Yeah, so. I was. That's right. <laughs> yeah, Tori, uh, we're going to announce this today that Tori um, has jumped on board with the outlaw smoker. What what is it the patio model you bought? I got the patio model. Mm-hmm. Okay, and where did you buy it? From Northern uh, Barbecue, Northern Fire, and Northern Fire, yes. Yep, out in uh, Minnetonka, Minnesota. 
I think you know, and and that's one of our upcoming episodes that we'll talk about in just a little bit. We we uh, we had uh, Mr. Um, Actually, by the time thinking Aaron about it, on. by the time this does come out, his will have been out. So yes. just the way that the recording works. So um, th- that episode will be out next. So and then this one will be out after that. I guess is all the way I can say it. All right, now for the interview you've been waiting for. Furlong Smoke and Seafood got their start in the barbecue world in the summer of 2018. For the first place Colin Ribs and People's Choice Award at their very first barbecue competition, they were off to the races. Lifelong friends, Joey Lee and Drew Wilson started Furlongs after traveling the country in search of the best barbecue around. Whether it's cooking for a competition or a catering event, they're serious about their queue. In 2021, Furlongs received multiple first place chicken and rib calls, won two grand championships, and two reserve grand championships. They are the 2021 Minnesota Barbecue Society Backyard Team of the Year and Backyard Chicken Team of the Year. Joey and Drew hope to pick up right where they left off last season and can't wait to hit the road and get the barbecue season started. Well, Happy New Year, guys. Uh, Joey and Drew, I want to say congrats on the standings for 2021. Um, how are you guys doing today? How are you doing, Drew? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. You know, it's a uh, brisk, warm, negative seven in Minnesota. What could be better? Just a little chilly. I mean, negative seven's nothing. Come on. Right, it's amateur hour. <laughs> Joey, how are you? Doing good. Doing good. Happy New Year, fellas. Thanks for bringing us back. Yes, sir. Anytime. Anytime. We enjoy you. Yeah, well, you know, again, congrats on the standings for last year. Um, you know, if, if you want to tell us about those standings and, you know, if you want to tell us about what puts you over the edge to get your team, you know, of the year awards and so on, let us know about that. Sure. So we um, we finished um, for Minnesota Team of the Year last year. We were the backyard um, overall team of the year, so we were very, very pleased with that. Um, kind of hit our stride, you know, late in the season. Um, really kind of started uh, getting into a groove. Um, and we did quite a few cooks. Um within close proximity of one another, you know, so we were probably doing, you know, two comps a month. And I think that really helped. Um, but yeah, so we finished uh, first overall backyard team of the year, uh, first uh, chicken team of the year. And um, we got narrowly beat out uh, by uh, Mike from Yard Pigs barbecue team. Um, and so we got uh, second for team of the year in ribs. So, um, Oh no, you took second. We, Oh no! <laughs> so, yeah, on the um, on our whiteboard, you know, we had all of our goals kind of posted up, and um, we were hoping to sweep things, but uh, but uh, we'll we'll take a second any day, especially to a guy like Mike. So, well, that's wonderful. Um, you know, guys, I am I'm craving some of that wagyu pecana that you guys made. You know, <laughs> oh man, yeah. <laughs> you know, even Tori likes it. He likes well done, but you know, can you tell <laughs> us how you cooked it? Uh, and, you know, what's your secret to cooking Wagyu? Uh, I just want to start with that right now and, and just hear what you say about the Wagyu. Sure. The the, the Wagyu we grabbed, we, we just, <clears throat> you know, we were going to live in, uh, I think it was a live-in uh, contest, you know, where we met you guys. And mm-hmm. uh, we just wanted to kind of bring some teams together, throw down, eat, drink some beers, introduce ourselves to some new teams. Um, and we've been wanting to cook. You know the wagyu for a while so 
I mean, it was straightforward, you know, salt and pepper, a couple other little seasonings, magical stuff. But, I mean, I think whatever sent it over the edge was the chimichurri that we made. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Just light and bright and lots of garlic, lots of herbs. You know, it was just – it was a good night for it, you know. Sit around, cut some meat, smoke some meat, eat, eat and drink some beers and get to know each other. So it was, I think we were just really happy to, you know – Give it out, hand it out. Who cares? You know, just come over and do yourself, eat some, and take it away. It was very generous of you. It was delicious. Is there when you do cook wagyu? I hear you have to render things out uh, quite well. Is there a te- yeah, technique? Yeah. You know, well, uh, you know, high heat is usually what we do, and then, you know, typically we, we if we were gonna, that's the type of cut we've never really played around with. That was kind of our first go at it that night. So wow, uh, <laughs> that's good. We've done some other, yeah. It turned out really well. We were really pleased. But uh, we've done some other cuts, like, you know, like some A5 uh, New York strips and things of that nature. Most people would be like, oh, Wagyu, you know, you are you really want to have that. And you, you're spending all this kind of money for it, you know, just crazy amount of money. And people would be like, oh, I want it medium rare. You're like, well, actually, you kind of really want it. For my personal opinion, I mean, I'm sure there's be everyone that has their own opinion about it, but for me, I think it's got to be medium, medium plus to really, like you said, render out those fats and um, let it melt in your mouth because that that process doesn't start till it starts to hit a certain temperature, and with like a medium rare or rare wagyu steak, uh, it's just not going to taste the same until those fats really start to render out and melt in your mouth. Those are some great tips. Thank you for that. Yeah, you hit it right on the head. I tell you, I keep talking about it, so. <laughs> yeah, he does. Good. He does. Yeah, well, you know, hopefully when we get back into the season, you know, it's, it's right around the corner. So, whenever you guys uh, let us know, we're going to come out and meet and greet and talk with people. We'll have one waiting for you. Okay, okie dokie. I'll take hold you up on that. <laughs> so the uh, the last time we talked was at the uh, uh, Living Festival. So um, could you tell us about your personal stories? And I and Drew, I have you go first. What's going on with you? First story with barbecue or just in life? You tell me. I got I got a little time in the world for you. A little bit of both. Sure. So um, how I got into barbecue, you know, actually, you know, with, with Joey, you know, he was kind of the driving force behind that. We've always kind of, we grew up together, high school friends. Uh, we've known each other for a number and number of years. Um, I personally always cooked. I grew up cooking. I've cooked most of my life actually pretty much all my life and um that passion for being in the kitchen and trying new things and tasting new things kind of took me around to travel and um joey and i've taken a lot of trips to travel and done a lot of research and just kind of we go for experiences and try new things eat new things and we try to you know have some people come with us that are like-minded and know that you know it's not just going about sitting on a beach or which is fantastic don't get me wrong but you know i think most of our trips are usually based around food mm-hmm. so um <clears throat> you know i trained in new york i cooked there for a while um i'm in minnesota currently i'm originally from kentucky as, as well um with joey and uh you know i just the barbecue kind of just fell on our laps I, I don't really know we took we did one contest and we we kind of ran away with it we we did really well and it was up in the iron range in minnesota mm-hmm. i really don't even know how we even fell into that i don't even know how we even got involved and what what was maybe joey could speak of it i mean it was you know three years ago but we i think we just were like let's go do it and try it out and then once we did once we got into it and 
you know, obviously the barbecue is, you know, fantastic and that's a great aspect of it, but the addiction of winning and uh, <laughs> the drive, you know, like you're always trying to chase and you're always trying to, you know, get after it and you, you want that feeling again to have your name called. I mean, that's a, <laughs> it's quite a feeling, you know. So, it is. For sure. I think this year, you know, 2022, uh, I think we're going to, you know, people always ask, well, you know, what's what's next? What's next? Well, what's next is we're going to do more. We're going to we're going to continue to you know, push ourselves, you know, especially with Joey. He travels, uh, you know, I don't know. You guys know this, but the listeners probably don't. But Joey travels from Kentucky up to Minnesota to compete in our circuit, you know, every contest. And I think last last year, I think we did. Joey can correct me on this. I think it was maybe 10, 11 contest. Plus, we, you know, we did a lot of catering last year. So there's a lot of traveling back and forth. But I think uh, this this next year, this coming year, we're just going to continue to push and, and you know, really kind of um, hone our skills and do as many contests as we can squeeze in. I think Joey spoke to it a little bit earlier. Is we really found rhythm when we were doing consistent contests. When, like, we do a contest one weekend, he'd be up the next week and we'd do another one. And then it'll be a week off and maybe 10 days off, we'll do another one. Um, we really found some rhythm with that. We we weren't kind of asleep at the wheel. We were always engaged, so that really helped us out. I think. Awesome. Well, Joey, you're sure you're going to be able to keep coming back next year? You know, you have a. We said it last time. You have a very for, forgiving, you know, spouse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's she's awesome. Yeah, she's great. Well, tell us about Kentucky. Um, you know, you guys had some pretty bad storms down there. How's everybody doing? Yeah, so everybody's, um, thank you for asking. Um, I was about two hours east of, of where everything um, really hit pretty hard. Um, but yeah, everybody's good here. Um, it's been really cool to see a lot of, not only the people in the barbecue community, but just a lot of people just coming out of the woodwork to to help families in need and, and, mm-hmm. and help rebuild everything um, in the, you know, in the towns and cities that were hit pretty hard but um but yeah we're, we were good here um you know lost a few limbs and stuff like that but nothing uh nothing too crazy so um but yeah it's uh it's not too bad it's a very warm 55 today uh, down here in kentucky uh very unusually warm but um so we're, we're kind of fortunate today um well, it's good so to hear yeah. that you guys are, are, are safe and well so that's, that's good Thank you. Yeah, I'm sure the barbecue community, I know there's some organizations out there that, that get out and help and, and cook and do different things. And, you know, the barbecue community is so giving um, that, uh, you know, like I said, we're we're thankful that your family and, every, you know, folks in your community are okay. All right. So, uh, Joy, let's go back to the uh, Living Music Festival where we met. Uh, could you guys tell us, you know, uh about that competition and what it meant to you and also how did you do how did you place yeah yeah so um yeah we we all met at living i remember that and um we did um it, it was really cool to um we hadn't really heard of the living foundation prior to the event so it was really cool to be a part of something that's um not just about the cook right so there was a good cause behind that with um suicide awareness and prevention and, and mm-hmm. mental health awareness and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, it was, it was really nice to be able to help uh, contribute towards a cause like that. Um, 
As far as chicken goes, um, so I'm I'm the chicken guy uh, typically, <laughs> and we didn't do so hot that day. So um, I think we ended up like eighth or ninth that day in chicken. Uh, Drew really helped carry us through in ribs. I think we got was it second or third that day, Drew? I can't remember. Yeah, I think it's third maybe. Yeah. Hey, at least um, you got your chicken turned in. I didn't get it turned in. <laughs> Tori, Tori couldn't get <laughs> it off there fast that. enough. Yeah, I forgot about that. That was a rough day for um, rough day for us, but that's okay. Yeah, but it happens, right? It happens, right? And that's you know, there's there's always next time we can always do better too. So that's you know, that's that's what we strive to do as well. So, um, but yeah, that that day went pretty well for us. Um, and then I think that was kind of when we decided um, to kind of put life on hold and really, really go after it once we saw kind of what the numbers and the standings were looking like, not only uh, within the Minnesota Barbecue Society, but nationally as well. So um, at that point, we kind of hit it pretty hard for the next, I guess, probably two months. Um also had some catering gigs sprinkled in there as well. So um, I think we did about, we did have one wedding that got pushed due to COVID, unfortunately. I mean, that's scheduled for next year, but I think we did um, six weddings wow. and catering okay. events this year. Um, wow. So that, that was kind of cool. Well, Rick, we're definitely going to ask you about that. Um, can you, can you tell us about some other comps you did? You know, you said you did 10 or 11 and can you tell us kind of how you did in those? Yeah, yeah. So we did, um, I think, yeah, we did around 10 or 11. They were mostly up in uh, Minnesota or um, Wisconsin. We did a couple in Wisconsin as well. Mm -hmm. um, like we said, um, beginning of the season, we did okay, kind of middle of the pack. And then I think when we did um, the Fillmore County Fair event, I think that's when we we kind of tweaked some things on the chicken side. And at that point we were like, okay, we may be onto something. So, yeah, um, I think we got, uh, RGC. That was the first one, right? Yep. Yeah. That was, that was the first, um, you know, RGC, the, you know, reserve grand champion that we, that we got last year. And, and so, um, kind of came as a surprise to us, you know, cause we were typically used to middle of the pack. Um, and then I think um, B-Dills was after that, I think. Yeah, B-Dills was after that. That was a, that was a good one. Um, and I, I want to say, other than living, I want to say like the last six contests we did, I, want, I think we finished like no worse than third overall. Okay, that's great. Yeah. And, and so, um, so, yeah, we were super pumped about that, super proud about that. I don't know how many. Um, um, some of them, you know, I think the majority of them are about like 20-ish. Okay. Uh, there were a couple that were maybe 15. Um, we did we did end up going to uh, bringing home the bacon towards the end of the year. And that was, that. those were the, that in Minnesota in May were the two biggest events that we yeah, did. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you about is the bringing home the bacon. We unfortunately couldn't make it to that event, but... We heard such good things and talked to other folks that, you know, you were there for that and did a great job. And tell us about that day. Joe, you want so, to yeah. 
Yeah, the um, yeah, you can you can hit it up, Drew. Yeah, I mean the second go around, first go around at Bring on the Bacon, what we did all right, but the second one is really where we we knew going into it, we really had to finish strong. Um, and points, we kind of made a plan of what we needed to do to accomplish going into it. Uh, it was kind of an unbelievable hard week going into it already because we had a catering. Um, we were catering a wedding uh, that previous the prior week, mm-hmm. and then luckily at the last minute, I hate to say luckily because the the bride's pretty was pretty upset and we were understanding about it, but she canceled her wedding because um, initially we were planning just to kind of drive all through the night uh, from Louisville to Wisconsin uh, and then power through uh, Saturday's cook and then get some sleep and power through Sunday's cook. Mm-hmm. Luckily, we didn't have to. We were take all our time and got up there in a decent decent amount of time we were you know we weren't rushed um and we we did we did great it was it was a great run for us it was great two days we had great cooks um i think second we came in second uh on the first day is that right joey yep yeah we rgc'd on the first day with um seventh and chicken and sixth and ribs okay and then wrecking crew who you guys talked with last week or you know previous Previously, uh, they actually uh, GC'd the first day of uh, bacon, wow. and then into the yeah, uh, it, it was pretty. I, I think it was that was like forty teams for sure. Yeah, it was forty. Yep. Yeah, and then the second day, I think it was a little bit less, maybe like the mid thirties amount of teams, but uh, we were able to pull together you know another really great day of cooking, um, and then we uh, GC'd that day, and that secured our placement as team of the year, um, which, you know, we were going back and forth, you know, first, second, first, second, and uh, with the yard pigs, uh, Mike with the yard pigs, and uh, we were able to just pull it all together at the very last moment and get get some good cooks underneath the belt and and, and just really drive it home. So it was awesome. Well, that's great. Yeah, you guys had an awesome weekend for sure, Mm -hmm. you know, and and you just brought up the wrecking crew, uh, team, you know, those guys are, <laughs> Alan's a great guy. And, you know, I was going to ask you, who else can you recognize? And you definitely recognized well, him. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a great question. With that, that weekend with, would not be possible without Uncle Andy. Okay. Uncle Andy <laughs> is team tap and bucket. Okay. So I don't know if you guys know that you weren't there for that weekend, but it was a little bit cold that weekend. It was not the yes. warmest in October. It was pretty cold. Mm-hmm. So Joey and I usually, you know, since we were coming from Kentucky, we weren't able to pull the trailer in our rig. So we loaded up, you know, thank you to my baby sister and her husband. They let me use their tractor trailer, you know, the, the trailer that has a tractor on it. We loaded up the drums and we, we, <laughs> we went out there with the tent. So we got there and we quickly realized that sleeping in a tent that night did not sound that attractive. And uh, Because you guys have, you a, know, have a camper of some sort, don't you? Yeah, we have a trailer that we usually just put some cots in, and we, you know, we usually bunker down on that. But uh, without Uncle Andy and Tapping Bucket letting us sleep in his, uh, you know, his camper at night, I don't know if we would have slept much, and I don't think we would have been able to perform. So I think the second day goes to a big hats off to Uncle Andy. Well, thank you, Uncle Andy. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, well, I think, you know, there's a lot of other great teams that we competed with this year. I mean, um, the Yard Pigs. Uh, Big Ten Bones, um, forget about it. You know, all those guys that continue to show up and, and 
you know, the camaraderie they bring to the table and, and you know, and the competition they bring, it's, it's pretty fun. Um, that's who I got, Joey. Yeah, and we got to meet some people from across the country, too. Um, we got to meet um, Ryan from Damn Fun Beef and Swine. So that was, um, he's all the way from Kansas City, and he actually made a few trips up to Minnesota this year. So that was, um, wow. that was pretty cool, too. Wow. Um, but yeah, just, yeah, it, it's, it's, there's no shortage of, of good people, you know, in, in the barbecue family. And, you know, every year there's more and more folks that come on board and then start, um, enjoying barbecue, you know, as a sport and a hobby. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, and then as we kind of travel more and more, we get to meet a lot more of these folks too. So it's, um, it's pretty cool. Well, it is what barbecue is about. The you know, competing is about the camaraderie for sure. Man, I know it means a lot to us, and I'm sure it means a lot to you guys as well. Yep. So, yep. could you um, a few, uh, some new questions now? Um, could you tell us about? Let's get into how you do things and about some of the products you do. Um, I know that what you use and equipment you use. You gave us a big tip last time, <laughs> Joey. <laughs> the, the old maple syrup. That's right. That's right. Is there anything else you can share with us? For you know, not to give away everything, but you are a winning team, and you know we'd like to kind of hear a little bit about your what you do. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so we actually, um, well, we typically, you know, in the past we were, we would kind of cook low and slow. And um, that was pretty much all we knew at the time. And then, you know, we'd wake up at like three in the morning and we'd be the first people up by a couple hours. And we're like, what the heck's going on? Like, why are we, these other people have to be cooking, right? And so we kind of did some more research and looked into who was doing what on the professional circuit and how a lot of the pro teams went about doing their comps. And uh, we decided to, again, to, do some research, kind of crunch some numbers, and, and we opted to go the hot and fast route. So um, we cook on gateway drum smokers. Um, so um, that's typically what we'll cook on. Uh, we cook hot and fast, you know, 300 degrees or above, which is um, kind of – it's it's becoming the norm now in the competition circuit, but it kind of goes against – the traditional barbecue methods, you know, because it's always been low and slow. So, um, yeah, we cook hot and fast, like I said, on gateway drums. Um, as far as products go, we use um, a ton of Blues Hog products. Um, we've always used um, Killer Hogs products mm-hmm. as well. We use some Cosmos stuff here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's all over the board, but we are pretty consistent and static in the products that we do use. Um, you know, right now we're just with us being on the backyard side of things. Um, we're just doing chicken and ribs. Um, we've, we've kind of dabbled, dabbled a little bit. We think we may do one or two pro contests this year, just to see what that's like. Kind of get some more reps with the pork butt and with the, the brisket as far as a, um, competition style goes, um, but yeah, that's 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 pretty much it. You know, you know, like I said, we've got hot and fast. We're using Blues Hog, um, g- pretty good lump charcoal. I know we've 
Um, I use a lot of B and I use a lot of B and B down here. Uh, we were we usually run Rockwood up there, which we found pretty readily at a lot of the Aces and the barbecue stores. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't get that down here, so um, so yeah, we we typically run that Rockwood up there, which is burns really hot and clean. It's, it's pretty solid. Okay, so that's that's a great segue. I, I got a question. I want to go back to something. I heard you say that you kind of tweak your your uh, 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 recipe and whatnot. So, so when you're developing a recipe, whether it's for catering or competing, what is your process? When when, when do you know it's ready for the consumer? Uh, that's a great question. You know, we try to um, first off, if we like it, I think we were pretty good judge of what we like and i think if we like it then there's got to be someone else that's gonna like it sure in the catering farm but we usually try to cater to the audience on the catering and we kind of for their plate you know their flavors and uh their palates and you know if they like spicy we're kind of adjust the menu and our recipes accordingly um if they're the kind of people like hey i just like meat and potatoes and i don't really venture outside that we know to kind of play it very cautious about adding in, you know, anything outside of the norm. Um, but uh, with the catering, I think that's where we really kind of, as, you know, cooks, chefs, people that just enjoy what they do, we get to kind of perform and, and do some R&D and, and really kind of branch out and, you know, let the cater, you know, the, the customer tell us if it's good or not. I mean, nine out of ten times, I think we, we're the hardest critics, critics uh, on ourselves, but uh, that's how we kind of test recipes i mean when it comes to the competition i mean uh, joey does a lot of the research and you know the timelines and the, the time management that, that really falls on him um something about you know adjusting things on on the fly and tweaking some recipes i would say that probably falls on me but um we don't really we kind of stick to our rule of we don't adjust things on the competition side unless it fails three times that's okay, what you said so last okay. time, and, and Joey, don't you like have spreadsheets and everything set up? You're yeah. kind of an organized guy, you said last time? Yeah, so um, I, I think that's one cool thing that Drew and I have. Um, so Drew kind of downplayed um, his chops as a chef because he, he cut his teeth out in Brooklyn, you know, with some of the some of the best that there is. Wow. You know, so he brought that back. And um, and so I'm I'm an engineer, you know, so I've got that that the the gears are always turning right with continuous improvement and and can we do this better or what did we go wrong and going back and kind of trying to pinpoint what's going on and so i think as we've kind of got in rhythm and 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 understood everything a bit more um i think we bring two very cool uh, interesting perspectives to the table and i think that's what kind of helps drive some of our um success as well, you know, and, and so, so yeah, I've got the spreadsheets and, you know, and, and, uh, all, all that stuff. And we, we, we track everything and, and points and the scores and mm-hmm. what worked and what didn't. And, um, you know, so, so yeah, it's got a big, um, you know, Google drive with all the, <laughs> all the stuff. <laughs> wow. So, so, you know, regardless of where we're traveling, we can pull it up. Yeah, like you said, if you're asking us when we change the recipe competition, we don't change it until after 
it fails three times. And by fail, I mean it's got to fail. It's got to be yeah, flat on its face. It's got to be like well, not last place, but you might fall in the middle of the pack or something, right? Oh, this isn't working. Um, Yeah, we'll but we'll know. Like we usually when you have a bad cook, you'll you can just kind of look at it and just be like, okay, it is what it is. Like we we know we're gonna be middle of the pack. It's something Mm -hmm. happened or the wind shift or this and that or fire went out or burned too hot and we had to shut her down and try to get it going again. And even though there's a lot of variables that happy that happens with cooking. And I think that is if, you know, you're talking about what is going to make you successful with recipes and how do you become successful? I think it's not necessarily, yes, you have to learn the recipes and you have to be able to be consistent and, and, and be able to do that consistently. Yes. But the biggest problem and the biggest thing is learning how to adapt. Um, yep. Every other, you know, you might not have power, you might not have water, you, the wind, there is going to be rain, there's going to be all these different variables that you're not going to be able to control. And if that throws you off your game, then you're really in some, some, some hot water. So if you can adapt to that and really roll with the punches, I think that's what makes you successful. We started out, you know, you know, driving, uh, you know, a crew crab truck loaded to the gills with everything and everything we thought we might need and unloading it, loading it back up. And, you know, we kind of knew what we had to bring and to the table. And so we just kind of plan it out. And, and if we didn't bring something we kind of forgot it, we're like, well, we're just gonna have to adapt and adjust. And I think having that mentality going into stuff is, uh, is what's been beneficial for us. Okay. Uh, that's great. So, so you just said something that made me think here. Um, you said you know that you're not going to do so well. Sometimes you can tell, right? Absolutely. Has has it ever surprised you when you thought you weren't going to do well and you did well? Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think there's one that comes to mind that, you know, I think Joey knows right off the bat what I'm going to say. I think we did really well one, you know, back-to-back weekends. We were doing a double. We were driving, I believe it's Canton, Minnesota, to Albert Lee, Minnesota. I thought we had some pretty good – I know we had a great cook. We first – uh seed it was first in chicken first in ribs we kind of we we won that event we won that day we felt really great about it we kind of knew going into it we arrived later that day <clears throat> that night and uh we prepped all night we got up we had a great cook and it turned out to be very successful we loaded up and we made the two-hour trip and i think we got there and we did the same game plan you know we prepped we, we trimmed chicken, and I think we had a great cook. And I think that day, um, you know, it just kind of, a, a, you, I don't know. I, I, you know, I don't have to be dramatic, but it was just like a wave hit you when you think you absolutely crushed it. And mm-hmm. you just, you you know, you come up really short, and you're like, what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> it just, you yeah. just it's like, like really you, you, lo- you load up and you take off right it's like no uh-huh. well, yeah. don't, you don't say goodbye you just <laughs> your gear and you're you're you know the two and a half hour drive home you, all you have to do you know i think the first hour is nothing but silence between joey and <laughs> trying to figure out what what just happened and, and you know how did we come up so short you know so yeah we it's but, funny uh, same thing i'll i'll head home with uh dan my you know we do competitions and we sit there 10 minutes nothing and then all of a sudden we start saying what in the world happened? I mean, yeah. why, why did we take, you know, third from the bottom today? <laughs> it's like, really? But no, it, it is, that's why it's competing. It's, that's how you learn. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, and it's, it's not only, you know, you can, that's what's so interesting about this sport is you can have the best cook in the world, but there's, you got to have a little bit of luck too. And especially yes. in these bigger contests, you mm-hmm. know, when, 
when, like we were saying, when there was like 40 teams, we got a third and a fourth and that got us first place overall, you know? So it's, it's not, it's kind of going back to that consistency, you know, where, um, yeah. And then, yeah, there is, there's, yeah, there's a little bit of luck sprinkled in there. You know, there's a, you know, being in, in competition barbecue, you know, you kind of have the, the angel tables, you know, where you get the judges that kind of overscore some things and then you get the table of death, you know, where everybody <laughs> gets the low score and, and you're just super bummed about it. So it's, um, it's interesting. It's not like a, you know, it's not like a, um, I guess it's kind of like basketball or football, you know, where it's like, oh, there's a little bit of uh, third party influence you know, with the judging and the and the refereeing and the rules and things like that. So it's kind of interesting. For sure. Okay. All right, guys. Um, there's something I want to ask you about, and we never talked about it. Is is your company your your catering your company name? You know, Furlongs at Smoke and Seafood. Correct. We never talk about the mm-hmm. seafood part of it. Tell us about that. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> seafood is something that I love. Joey loves. I mean, uh, so. We really enjoy like bringing people together, cooking, you know, just that overall great feeling you get when everyone comes in and everyone's happy to eat. And, you know, so like doing boils, like shrimp boils, crab boils, um, a lot of just bringing people together over seafood. Seafood's always been, you know, a love of my life. I, I really enjoy seafood. It's kind of weird being from Kentucky, but I just fish fries every friday you know mm-hmm. i think we've got a couple of restaurants back home that are just some local staples i mean one's kind of like a i mean it's called moby dick and i just it's got fried okra and you know fried fish and white bread and it's fantastic so Love it. yeah it's just like an old school classic place to go so um that's i mean the seafood aspect's more uh i won't say just for the catering because we love to have a you know, a category that throws seafood in the mix and we'll see how we, you know, come out. But um, it's mostly just for the catering side and then our personal, you know, what we like to do and, and okay. enjoy. Well, you know, Drew, you're an awesome chef and, you know, Joey, he's he's got some chops as well. So I'm sure I'd love to try some of your seafood, you know, along with the Wagyu down the road. I know that's right. Yeah, let's do it. A little surf and turf, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So, um, <clears throat> excuse me. What tell us what's next for Furlong and uh, Furlong Smoke and Seafood in 2022? What can we what can we expect? Well, let's see. We've got um, we have three weddings on the books for this year already, so that's cool. That's the um, so we we have that on the catering side, on the business side of things, um, on the competition side of things. Um, we're we're kind of you know we kind of take the end of the year off a little bit and then right now we're kind of in planning phase. Um, you know, you can kind of see what happened last year and when the contest will be. And, you know, sometimes you got to be on top of when they open up the, um, entry Mm -hmm. for some of these contests because they go pretty quick. Mm -hmm. So we're just trying to, um, take a look at things. I think this year we're going to, we're still going to hit it pretty hard up in Minnesota and, and Wisconsin, but I think I think we're going to branch out a little bit. Um, I think we we've been kind of looking at uh, maybe a couple in Iowa, maybe a couple down here in my neck of the woods, down in Tennessee. 
Um, we, you know, we'll be at the KCBS Invitational at the end of this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure where that site's going to be just yet. It'll probably be in Oklahoma or Kansas somewhere. So, um, so don't be surprised if if we, uh, sh- you know, show up there. You know, um, but yeah, like Drew said earlier, man, just this this um, we're looking to do more. We're really looking to expand and and kind of go to some different places and see what we can do. Um, see how well um, everything travels and then just kind of expand the reach a bit. And, you know, we kind of joked, um, you, you know, it's like how many contests do we want to do? Well, I want to, I want to do 52, right? I want to do one a week. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That's a lot of, that's a lot so, of airline flights though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. It's uh that's 52 would be the goal, I guess, but, but we may, we may, missed that mark by a little bit <laughs> yeah do you think where's your first cop going to be is it minnesota made is there anything before that yeah yeah so um we were going to try to do a backyard one down in georgia it's it's pretty big um but i don't think that, that's in march but i don't think the time is going to line up for for our schedules unfortunately but yeah i think i think we're just going to kind of um prep pretty hard you know probably starting next month and then, yeah, Minnesota in May is going to be our first one. Um, we always seem to get our butt kicked there, um, but hopefully we can we can uh, change that this year. And you know, we may have we may have something up our sleeves. Even so if you we'll place see. in the top ten, that's a good start of the year, isn't it? Oh yeah, if you do well. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a big one. That's a big one. Minnesota in we May. We always seem, yeah, we always seem to fall short. I don't know if it's because we're, we're slow out of the gates or or what, but. Uh, Hopefully this year we can we're, we're gonna get on the whip a little bit and get after it, you know Minnesota May. So we'll after, see what happens after a few weeks off. Everybody gets a little rustier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, say that again. Yeah, I know. I had to, I was thinking a couple of days ago. I had to check my notes, and it's like, does chicken come off at at this temp or this temp? But you know, I'm looking back at the timeline, you know, because you know it, it was at the end of the year, it was just kind of second nature is all muscle memory, you know, and it's like, Oh, it's the chicken smells like this. I got to go pull it. You know, you weren't even looking at temperature sometimes, you know, so yeah, it's going to, it's going to take a little bit of practice to kind of get, yeah. get back in the group. You can practice so. at home too, but then when you get out there in the field and, and do it, it doesn't exactly work out exactly the same, does it? <laughs> no. And like Drew was saying, the different, you know, different comps, you know, you got, you know, depending on where you're at, you may have power, you may not. Do we need to bring a generator? You know, is it, is the middle of summer in a parking lot and it's going to be a hundred degrees on the asphalt? You know, it's a lot of different variables. Yep. A lot of factors. So, okay. This is, um, uh, thanks. Like I said, thanks guys for, uh, joining us. Uh, we always enjoy, you know, you guys coming on and conversating with you. Um, for our listeners, where can they find you? So we are on uh, Facebook. We are on Instagram. Um, we're not as snazzy as Alan is with his TikTok. Um, <laughs> so, um, but we did make a promise. We will get a TikTok after you guys get a TikTok without that shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I would rather have uh, listeners than no listeners. So I'll think of, I'll think about that. <laughs> That's awesome. Is yeah, awesome. and then we're gonna have we'll have um we've been working on a website for a few months now, so we're 
open have that done by the end of Q1 of this year. Okay. Just for some uh, more traditional uh, commerce and drive some traffic through that and talk about events and where we'll be and if we have any pop-ups and, you know, what the business side of things looks like as well. So. Well, I hope you do, you know, keep us informed as well because as, as we do podcasts throughout the year, we'd love to sprinkle that into the podcast to let, let folks know, mm-hmm. know where you're going to be with the pop-ups and, and just how things are going. And, you know, we definitely want to have you on again next year more than once. Because you're great to talk yeah, to. Sure. You've got a lot of, a lot of great, uh, a lot of great stories, and mm-hmm. just um, you're just going to do better next year. We know you are. Well, thanks. Okay. This, yeah, it's awesome. All right. Look forward. You guys got to make it out to Minnesota, May. Love to have you guys out there. Yeah, I may, uh, I may, I may think about competing in that one. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> have to get your cousin's barbecue team out there. <laughs> Tori might maybe throw throw the shirt on again, so (laughs) it'll be a lot of fun. See, it'll be a lot of fun. Has that one been scheduled yet? You guys know? Yeah, it it is the second week of May. I I so it's always the week after the Kentucky Derby, right? So that's for me. It's always the week after uh, the Derby. But um, so Minnesota May is uh, Saturday the fourteenth. Okay. For all the listeners, that's that's a big event. It's a lot of fun. The Minnesota Barbecue Society, that's that's their that's their baby, isn't it? That's their event, um, more yep. or less. I think they they put that on, and I, I've heard nothing but good things. So I'm we're definitely going to be there next year, this year. So um, yeah, there will probably be. I think last year there was you know everybody was itching to get to get back on the scene after COVID and stuff, and I think there were like close to forty teams and like. 65 pro teams so it was over 100 like that's a huge event and pro teams awesome yeah. Yeah. yeah well i'll tell you what i'll show up if you guys bring your wagyu again how's that deal <laughs> we're there <laughs> may 14th all right guys we enjoyed today and uh you know happy new year to to both of you and and thanks a lot for coming on today okay of course guys thank you so much all right you guys have thank you yep well tori happy new year and you know i'm looking forward to 2022 yeah, happy new year to you too, man. And this this should be an interesting year. We we should have some fun and see some more competitions and uh see the guys again. I'm ready. Add some video component too, we're hoping to. And mm-hmm. and you know, we ask um the listeners to go to Facebook. You know, you can uh, check us out there, you can hear some podcasts there. Go to your, you know, favorite streaming site to listen to us. Mm-hmm. Um you know, send us a message if you'd like to. We'd love to play it on the podcast. And share it with your friends and family. You know, it's uh we have some decent uh, content that we love for you guys to hear about. Yeah, some great some great interviews and, you know, we spotlight local businesses as well. So, you know, we ask you to do that and thanks, thank you so much for listening so far and everyone get out there and smoke something. <laughs>